like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another in our slave training podcast uh, with BDSM United. Uh, in our previous podcast, we talked a little about, uh, we kind of opened up about uh, slave punishment and using discipline and punishment. We talked more about immediate uh, punishment. Now we're going to talk more about formal punishment today. A formal slave punishment, it's used when there's a far more serious violation of the rules. See, immediate punishment was like taking a riding crop and correcting uh, a slave's uh, position or uh, some type of behavior or action where they have uh, uh, lost focus. And uh, bringing them back to attention, for instance, uh, bringing them back to mindfulness, uh, for instance, but formal slave punishment is for something that is a more serious violation of the rules that you have. It's not a result of a change in a habit, but a conscious misbehavior or a misbehavior that's reasonable or that a reasonable slave would be expected to know better. Uh, examples are the intentional failure to disclose important information uh, to the master or failure to do a particular assignment in the allotted time, especially after receiving proper instructions. Um, these are attitude problems that cause bad behaviors. This is also an example where a slave's sorrow for displeasing the master may not be enough to correct the behavior. Uh, the slave was aware of the master's instructions and still failed to obey. Slave had full knowledge ahead of time that its master would be displeased and punishment was likely, yet very often stating that the slave punishment is a logical consequence of bad behavior is really an oversimplification of the problem. See, um, what the master sees as bad behavior, but more likely the bad behavior is a result of incorrect or faulty thinking or like a failure to pay attention to detail or some other mental lapse. We think, then we feel, and then we act. In other words, it's, it's the slave's attitude that caused the bad behavior. Oftentimes they know that when they do something uh, uh, that is incorrect or something that is bad that they are against the rules, they, they know that it's going to displease you and they still do it anyway for whatever reason, and generally it has to do with faulty thinking. Therefore, only applying corporal punishment is not always the best action that a master can take to correct the problem. Corporal punishment is things like impact uh, or, or, or some type of pain involved in the punishment. Examining and confronting the faulty thinking before punishment is an important part of the overall correction of the behavior. It's faulty. If the faulty thinking is addressed and corrected, the behavior will automatically 
become changed. In most cases, formal corporate slave punishment has several steps. It's like step one, after discovering the behavior that needs correcting, it's often advisable to discuss with the slave what caused the bad behavior. What was the slave thinking? Why did it act that way? Why did it make that choice? How is this the choice that the slave made helpful in its slave training? Is the slave serious about its training? This is a lecture, could be discussion, um, but it would be uh, definitely not want to be an open discussion. Uh, we want it would want to be something that is discussed where you ask a question and. Uh, using a very formal method, the slave would respond to you uh, with its thoughts being transparent. And there is a certain aspect of scolding that is an important part of this phase of punishment. You want to make your point, you want to get the admission of guilt, and you want to discover, you really want to discover what was going on, uh, what they thought that led to the action. Uh, in the lecture or scolding, master controls the conversation. You direct it to the slave's behavior, what was wrong, and why it's being punished. You make it answer questions. Uh, you make the slave think about why you're upset, why the slave displeased you. If necessary, take the slave back to the time and place and have it tell you what their thinking was. Now, don't spend days on this, but cover it well enough and then move on to the next step. You should also make your displeasure with the slave's behavior and thinking known to it. Take the time to ensure the slave knows the depth of your disappointment. So step two, then, then the slave should be sent off by itself to think about its wrongdoing, to think about how it has disappointed you. And to think about the punishment that will surely come soon. Give the slave time to reflect on the lecture and the behavior with the punishment that's to follow. Sometimes this is a good step to add some type of writing assignment or some type of journaling. Uh, this way that they can, um, you can discover what their thoughts were in their reflection time. Uh, step three, uh, the slave then should be called for, told to present itself in a punish punishment position. Um, a short lecture, much shorter than the first one, should be given before the punishment. Here you can, again, tell the slave of your displeasure, your disappointment, what's, ex what's expected of it in the future. Step four, then comes the actual punishment. The slave should not be allowed to reach a frame of mind that would allow to lessen the effect of the punishment, such as subspace or mental pain-blocking techniques. The slave should be required to say, thank you, sir, or thank you, madam, thank you, miss, um, after each stroke. And they should keep count of each stroke if it's corporate. If the slave shows signs of going into subspace or blocking the pain, you force the slave out of that mental state before continuing. Using a different instrument to punish with than you would use for pleasurable uh, pain is often advisable. Step five, immediately after the punishment, the slave should be sent off to a corner 
or someplace by itself for a period of time to reflect on its punishment. Um, aftercare is generally not given right after a punishment. Uh, you can hold the slave and encourage it later. But right after a punishment, you let the, feel, the slave feel it emotionally as punishment. After completion of all five steps, you should reassure the slave that the payment for its wrongdoing is over. In other words, like it has atoned for its sins, for lack of better words. But you expect correct behavior in the future. That's important. Let me re, re, word, or let me um, repeat that. You want to let them know that you expect correct behavior in the future. Now, you don't keep harping on their bad behavior after punishment, but um, uh, because completion of these five steps is really the end point for the punishment. Learned behaviors, they tend to become habits and therefore are regularly repeated when the opportunity arises. Because of this, it's particularly important that punishment be applied immediately after the first behavioral deviation occurs, or as soon as possible, rather than uh, piling up or piling up numerous deviations that have established undesirable behavioral patterns. The longer unacceptable behavior is allowed to continue, the harder it is to change that behavior. Choosing the best reinforcement, positive or negative, for a slave, it's not always an easy task. Um, to make it easier, let's look at a few guidelines. Um, things that are used in business that we can apply to slave training. Uh, number one, you should make it personal. The reinforcement must reflect your personal style and must be given in a personal way. Not only be personal, but make it personal to your slave. Uh, your slave is transparent. You know them. You know things about them that no one else knows. They, they, they should be holding no secrets from you. You should really know them well. And so knowing that, you want to use that information to come up with the best punishments. Um, number two, it must be sincere. It's important that you mean what you say. And it's not a time for any joking. It's not a time for being dishonest in any way. It must be a, a uh, you must take it seriously. It must be sincere. Number three, it has to be specific. The slave was, must know exactly why it received a particular reinforcement. The slave has to know why it is being praised or why it is being punished. Because behavior is is complex and it's an ongoing stream in their head. And so the, the contingency between a behavior and the consequence, it, it may not be clear to them. So you definitely want to pinpoint the behavior that you require and you want to um, be particular with it and be specific. Number four, it needs to be immediate. Reinforce your slave while it is doing what you want the longer the time between the completion of a bad behavior and the delivery of a reinforcing consequence, the less effective that reinforcement will be. Five, you, you want to do it frequently. Use the four-to-one general rule, or at least keep it in mind. This means that every time you apply a negative consequence, you should find at least four opportunities to reinforce the desired behavior. 
by just observing people, you can learn a lot about which reinforcement is most suitable. Um, now, punishment is about caring that your slave behaves in a way that best serves, obeys, and pleases you. Let me repeat that. Punishment is actually caring that your slave behaves in a way that best serves you, that, uh, that allows it to obey and please you. It's about allowing it to develop into the slave that it has chosen to be by being pleasing to the master. If the punishment you use is not accomplishing this, then it's pointless and it needs to be changed to something else. Let the punishment get your displeasure out of your system also. You don't, you don't want to relive their bad behavior over and over. You'll cause more harm than good. Punishment is a cleansing process. It's a new start after the correction has been completed. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for listening to this BDSM United podcast in our ongoing slave training series. This is a new and improved slave training series. We did one um, like a year or so ago, and um, we have a lot of new material. I think we've progressed a lot in our in our own understanding of how to present material to you. And uh, just this one is, includes a lot more mental aspects of things. Um, I th think you can tell that we take this topic and we take BDSM in general very seriously. But we also, uh, we, we're not just all hard with it. We, we definitely want you to have fun uh, because we find that BDSM is fun and that um, in some aspects it's therapeutic. Um, but when we're talking about punishment and changing behaviors and things, we definitely want to note that while it's therapeutic in some ways, it is not a replacement for actual therapy. If you need professional help, definitely seek professional help from a professional therapist, uh, someone that can help correct uh, mental health and can help bring, you know, and can help foster health mentally mental health uh, so definitely if you if your slave or you as a master needs uh professional help then definitely get it uh don't uh it's it's important for the health of your relationship because ultimately this is a relationship dynamic and so uh treat your relationship well and give your relationship the most healthy parts of you that you can you can find all of our resources and more at bdsmunited.com. And thank you for listening today. It's been a joy talking with you, and I'll talk again with you soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters, for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. 
That's datingkinky.com.